appreciate you being here. That's what she said. What's up, everyone, and welcome to you. That's what she said. A little feeling of, oh, I got this. That's what she said. That's what she said. This is going to be an awesome practice for you. That's what she said. That's what she said. The talk show host, I have to talk. That's what she said. That's what she said. That's what she said. Hello and welcome to That's What She Said, the Jimmy Softball Podcast. I'm University of Jamestown Sports Information Director Ryan Michelson, and on today's episode, we will chat with Jimmy players Caden Salvi, Lucy Sinkinen, Katie Merchant, and Gentry Turin, as well as check in with Jimmy head coach Kevin Gall on everything happening in the world of Jimmy Softball. Joining us on the podcast today are Jimmy players Caden Salvi, Lucy Sinkinen, Katie Merchant, and Gentry Turin. Ladies, thanks for taking time out of your schedule to join us today. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Um, so three of the four of you here are new to Jimmy Softball. Um, now that you've had the chance to go through uh, maybe about three-fourths of the season counting fall ball and things like that, um, what are some of the things that you've noticed as major differences between high school and college ball? Uh, Lucy, let's start with you. Well, the batters are a lot better than high school. They like they know how to read pictures better and like they know you too. So they like have seen your stats and they know what pitches you throw. So it's like a lot harder to throw to them, but I like the, I like the challenge. <laughs> okay. Caden, how about you? Um, I just noticed that it's a lot more intense. Like we have a lot more, like our schedules are so much more packed than they were in high school and like, I don't know. Let's, we just have morning workouts. We have practices all the time. So it's a lot more um, learning to schedule better. Well, that's always a good thing. Um, how about you, Gentry? Um, you can definitely tell that the age difference and like how the seniors and juniors have definitely more knowledge of the game. Even if you do come in with knowledge of the game, there's just a lot more experience <laughs> and more competitive and know what's going on. More coaches there. Uh, speaking of veterans, we do have a returner with us on today's podcast, uh, Katie Merchant. Um, how have things gone a little bit differently for you this year, maybe in terms of preparing for the season? Um, now that you've had a couple college seasons under your belt, um, what have you done differently this year, maybe that you have done that you haven't done in the past? Um, this year, I definitely have worked to be more consistent with my pitching. Um, in the past, we have just utilized me with one to one to two pitches in my toolbox and this year we're starting to get uh three or four pitches in there so that's one thing I've definitely done different otherwise in the past the past two years it's been pretty we've had only a couple pitchers on the staff and this year we started the year with quite a bit of pitchers and now we've kind of kind of gradually lost them throughout the year but um this year I've definitely worked on keeping like my body healthy um in the past my arm would be sore after every game um just overthrowing with just the arm not using any legs so this year I've definitely worked on getting the leg drive in there icing after games 
doing all the rehab stuff to keep me healthy for the entire year this year. Okay, Gentry, let's go back to you now. You are, maybe not everybody knows this, you are the third Turin to come to Jamestown. Um, your older brothers, Scooter and Nolan, played baseball. Uh, Nolan's currently on the team now. Scooter's the GA for Coach Hager. Mm -hmm. um, what kind of influence did they have on you on choosing Jamestown, or was it something that you had in um, mind from the get-go? I definitely was not planning on coming here. Like, I had no idea this was a school before Scooter came here. And then Nolan started playing here, and then they were just talking to me about it. And I just really liked what they were saying about the atmosphere of the school and how the school was so um, high in um, athletes who also attended the school, which I really liked and it's not a big school. So they definitely made an impact on me coming here and made it a lot easier too. Okay, this next question is for Cadence and Lucy. Um, who is your favorite work study supervisor and why is it Ryan Michelson? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> throw that yeah. in there. Um, <laughs> oh, you guys did a great right. job helping out with athletics in the fall. Hope to see you again next year. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you guys were on the road this weekend for the opening of the conference season. Um, split a pair of games with Northwestern and then split a pair with Mount Marty. Um, I guess anybody can jump in here. Um, what were some things that, uh, some good things that you saw happen this weekend and maybe some things that uh, you think you guys can work on coming up in the next week several weeks I guess as, as the conference season really gets underway um so like when I went I I didn't play much but I was there to like cheer on and and like be ready to go in when I was needed but like just watching you get a lot of like you get a different perspective of like how everyone plays and um like how the team's vibing and so I feel like this weekend we, um, at least from my perspective, it was, it was interesting to watch just because um, it's different than, it was different than spring break because not everyone got to go. So um, yeah, just watching was, uh, watching them get out there and play. It was just, it, it's kind of moving sometimes because yeah, you just, I don't know, I love them all. So, <laughs> so you like the atmosphere a lot? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Thank okay. you, Lucy. <laughs> I guess for me, um, it wasn't obviously the outcome we were all hoping to go down there, but I think the um, weekend was productive overall. Um, we definitely got to see how tough our conference is going to be, and we can't take games off or play down to our competition. Like, we're a good team and we need to consistently bring it every game um but it was good to be able to find a way to win even though we weren't playing our best I don't think in any aspect of the game we had our best um performance like not in hitting not in defense not in pitching like I think we could have done better overall as a team but it was good to see that we were still able to find a way to win and even in the games we lost we were just a couple hits here and there um, to pull out those wins as well. Okay, so this week you guys have a midweek doubleheader actually tomorrow in Moorhead against MSU Moorhead, and then it's back on the road to Omaha, Nebraska to take on College of St. Mary. Now, uh, with these Wednesday and weekend doubleheaders, how does that kind of change your approach during the week? 
um, in terms of workouts, staying up with your schoolwork, things like that? Um, well, during the week now, we used to have like scheduled like morning workouts, but now since um, our game schedules are more packed, we got to find time to do it like on our own, kind of, and just get the work in on your own. And um, like when it comes to homework and stuff, you just got to like plan it all out and like definitely um, work on it when you're on the road. Utilize the time. I think you've learned to definitely get stuff done in a timely manner. Like you plan out your schedule. Oh, I play Wednesday. I'm going to start my homework Monday and get the sleep I need Tuesday to be ready to go by Wednesday. And the same thing for Thursday and Friday when we play on Saturday on the road. And you definitely have to start like visualizing. Like I start like visualizing stuff today and like that helps me a lot just like to get ready for the game too. And you have to be in that mindset like all the time just to be ready to like go in and play because it, it can happen like all the time because we play like games all the time. <laughs> I didn't word that right. <laughs> but Well, after this weekend's doubleheaders, um, you guys will actually be opening the home part of your schedule May or May, March 31st against Valley City. Um, it'll be the first home game since April 19th of 2019. So um, been a long time since we've seen the Jimmies on the home field at Trapper Field. So definitely looking forward to that. Um, well, that's all I've got for today. I just want to thank you guys for taking time out of your schedule to join us. Um, is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners before we sign off? Hi, Mom. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for joining us today. And uh, good luck this weekend. And I'm sure we'll be chatting again soon. Thank you. Thanks. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we found the Next up on the podcast is head coach of the Jimmies, Mr. Kevin Gall. Coach, how's it going? Going really well. Thanks, Ryan. Um, you guys are coming off your first weekend of GPAC action. Um, pair of road doubleheaders at Northwestern College and Mount Marty University. Um, split with each team both days. Um, what are some of the things, positive things that you uh, took away from this weekend's first conference games? Well, in, at Northwestern, I think our our defense uh, played well at times. We did some pretty good things on defense, but then on, on other times we did simple, simple things poorly. But um, the pinch hitters that we put in, put in the game on Friday, did really well. I think we were, you know, three for three for quality at bats with our pinch hitters. And, uh, you know, they really did a good job. And, and our, our pitchers threw well all weekend. I think that was, uh, you know, a big plus. You come out of the weekend and you go, well, our pitchers threw well enough to win four games for us. And certainly, you know, that's something that we can we can be proud of and we can be excited about. Uh, the other things are all, you know, pitching is probably the hardest thing to fix because it's such a monotonous long-term uh, progression with things and we've got some pretty talented pitchers and we're still progressing with them but we are uh, you know if you don't have good pitching you can't fix it by next weekend it's got to be it's got to be uh, you know long-term type goals so those are some of the good things I think. 
Well, you guys have a couple double headers this week. Um, tomorrow, you're in Moorhead to take on Minnesota State Moorhead, uh, which will be a non-conference double header against an NCAA Division II team. And then you'll be in Omaha to take on College of St. Mary. Um, I think in last week's podcast, you talked about uh, playing the Division II teams and kind of seeing how you match up against that talent level. Um, when you play a team like Moorhead, are you looking at maybe trying a few different things with your lineup, maybe putting some different people in different positions, or are you, um, you know, trying to stick with uh, what has worked so far? And, and what you're going to be using going forward in the conference season? Well, it's definitely uh, something to think about. We, we want to win those games for sure, but we uh, we want to potentially give some people some opportunities to get in there and, and plug away at it and get their get their stuff done. Um, you know, like Megan Neelis, she's, we've got to probably have her behind the plate for one just to <clears throat> get her that experience with Lauren Demert. We got to get her in there for one game, you know, just because uh they they are going to need those reps, you know, at some point in time and and um you know, at the same time, I think Morehead State's looking for some wins and uh you know, I don't know much about them really because uh it's going to be a whole new team and only thing I know about them is what we see in their statistics. So, it's uh going to be an opportunity to get out there and play. Uh the earliest I ever remember playing up here is I think we played March 22nd in Bismarck one time against the Jerese Olson led Minnesota or University of Mary Marauders and so this 24th game will be probably number two on the list and and uh, you know we're just looking forward to play and we're, we're kind of more so concentrating on the weekend and uh, making sure we go down and get two wins and then come home uh, with two wins but you know it's certainly when you're able to play you're going to learn a lot more from playing than you are practicing so that's what we're looking forward to well most of the conference was in action last weekend um did you have a chance to take a look at the results and uh you know see what happened did anything really jump out at you or did things kind of play according to how you thought they would well in in uh you know midland i think won two games and and mount marty went three and one you know those are you know a couple that i'm that i paid attention to um you know really when you look at the conference you look at concordia and midland and morningside and and uh, Northwestern and Mount Marty's better and Briarcliff is better. Um, you know, you got to, any of those teams are capable of beating anybody on any given day. And, you know, I hear that kind of business on radio interviews all the time. You know, the, our conference is really tough top to bottom. We gotta, we gotta be ready to go every week. And it sounds like a bunch of BS with, uh, you know, coach speak. And, you know, it's, it's really true in our situation. Um, you know, I think that there's three or four teams that deserve to be ranked in the nation in our conference. And, and so, you know, it's going to be tough. And we, one of the other things maybe that we took positively away from the weekend, you know, for us individually was, hey, maybe we learned how to play with a little edge once in a while, you know, get out there and, and get after it rather than, you know, we did our routine, we were going up there and I trust myself. And, you know, there's a little lack of intent where we had that intensity against Oklahoma and we had that intensity in uh, some some other big games that we've had this year. So, uh, you know, the, the GPAC weekend, I think, was was uh, fun to watch the scores and it'll be fun to see what happens tomorrow. I know there's some a bunch of games tomorrow and, and uh, you know, good Lord willing, we'll stay healthy and not have to worry about any of that stuff and we can just keep progressing as the year goes on. Well, not to look too far ahead in the schedule, but one week from tomorrow will be the home opener uh, against Valley City State. Um, took a look at the schedule from a couple years ago earlier today and it'll be the first home game for you guys since April 19th of 2019. So um, been a long time coming. Um, I know you've been 
been keeping an eye on the field and, and making sure things are getting ready? How's it looking? Everything a go for next week? As long as the weather stays as forecasted, I think that we're you know, we're kind of getting into back of a normal, more of a normal schedule. I'm sure we'll have some rain outs and snow outs and stuff as April rolls through. But, you know, it's one of those things where we're due to have a normal season and have 10 to 12 home games. And so, you know, it, it, it we're going to do a, a game for we're going to do a cancer benefit game for that home opener. And so good Lord willing, we'll have nice weather for that. And we're going to try to raffle off some things, um, not raffle off st- things, but a silent auction. We're going to have information online for people to bid on items. Um, my trusty assistant, Madison Seed's going to create QR codes so that people can bid on items from uh, distance. And, uh, you know, if we don't get people at our game or whatever, then, you know, we'll be able to raise some money for cancer patients and do our strikeout cancer event. And, And so, you know, that's always a fun thing to do. And we're looking forward to doing that a week from tomorrow. And hopefully uh, we can raise quite a bit of money for people. I think we're also going to have the option to do free will donations at the game. So there'll be a a bin to put money in down there. And, uh, you know, anybody that listens to this podcast wants to send money, please get a hold of us and we'll get it into, you know, probably the children's hospital in Fargo or, or, you know, maybe we do a donation to the Ronald McDonald fund and the girls have lots of good ideas in terms of who we want to donate the money to, but uh, we're just looking forward to raising the money and then getting it somewhere where people can use it and hopefully brighten somebody's day. Yeah. Those cancer awareness games are always great. I'm always Always a great turnout, great support from Jamestown community as well as the UJ softball family. Um, lots of support we've received from them over the years. I remember, um, you know, when we first started doing that as, as a team way back when, um, the response has just been really overwhelming. So definitely looking forward to that. Um, well, that's all I really have time for today, Coach. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we let you go? We're looking forward to getting back on the road this weekend and or this week with Moorhead and, and St. Mary, and uh, we're excited about it, and hopefully we continue to play softball and continue to improve and i appreciate your you're doing the podcast you do a great job i love doing it and and uh go jimmies well thanks for taking time good luck this week and uh we will chat again soon you've been listening to that's what she said the jimmy softball podcast i'm ryan michelson saying so long for now make sure and join us next week as we keep you up to date with all the things happening in the world of jimmy softball